broke it live. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we broke it live from the west side. What a real ride the rest down. They don't be out here talking about that you don't know about. You catch a licky All right, welcome to episode 34. We're getting a home improvement lesson right now from Glenn and Dave. Uh, They're talking about... Never trust the city. Installing hot hot water heaters, apparently, because we're we're all dying here in uh, Dave Studios. And uh, now we've got the added intrigue of a mysterious noise that we're attributing to the hot water heater that may or may not have been... uh, we Inspected know it, by the city. We know it's not tankless. So you use Baker Brothers, huh? I, I did. would like to see that paycheck. I like Baker Brothers for their water heaters and also for their <laughs> uh, sandwiches. I feel like if you called Baker Brothers or Baker's Ribs, either one's probably probably a good decision. But both of them, you're going to pay about thirty to forty percent above market value for what they're selling. You know what though? You're going to get a premium product, and if something ever goes wrong with it, they're there within like half an hour from experience i told you i have told i think i've even told that on the show my baker brothers run in i've had nothing but excellent results the one thing that they do have going for them is that they do show up when nobody else will show up and oh yeah and uh, i called them out for a water heater and they pulled the old uh and i actually ended up telling them no thanks and sending them on their way but they pulled the old, uh, hey, it's the weekend, and we only have a, one particular model on the truck that we can install. And it was like the top of the top of the top of the line model that the guy said it would text you if it ever needed to be serviced. Your water heater would text you. <laughs> and then I was like, well, wow. well it sexed me. And he was like, what? <laughs> You know, so, uh, but yeah, anyways, I ended up telling, I ended up telling the guys like, you know, as much as, as much as, uh, I love to portray that I'm a high roller, I ain't paying $4,800 for a water heater. I didn't pay that much. So. Well, yeah, but has yours sent you any texts tonight? No, I haven't got any texts from it. They tried to FaceTime with you or anything? <laughs> it's Snapchats with me every once in a while. Sent you a little snap? Like, hey, hey, buddy, still up here, up here in the attic, just yeah. working away. Oh, which well, is tankless it only works when you turn the water on that's the whole bit is so is that really true like it, you get instant hot water uh the the model that i got it was the less expensive one it doesn't it's not instant hot water but you never run out of hot water I, have you ever run out of hot water i don't i don't believe so i've never run out of hot water is that a common problem in your uh, house? I think it is, no, but I think it is if you, you had say like spending a lot of time in the shower these days <laughs> if you had is your, like, wi- is your Wi-Fi reception in the shower pretty good? I would good? like to get out an answer here. <laughs> I um, want you to answer my questions. <laughs> I, I do you get full Wi-Fi in the shower? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. My phone is waterproof. <laughs> Beat it out of me. Uh, but I think as far as hot water running out, I think if you had a household where, say, you had like two, three kids... And they had, maybe they're like teenagers, and especially if they're teenage boys, you might run out of hot water. <laughs> and you've got that like really good 5G router. Yeah. That it's like you go through like concrete walls. Yeah, and you just, might run out of hot water every just once Just bust in a while. down whatever needs to be busted down. By the way, we're like 10 minutes into the episode, and I don't think we ever started it. No. There was no introduction. I said episode 34. 34. Tell me where to turn. Uh, all three of us back again. Uh, we'll do Twitter 
At Glenn three underscore eleven. Uh, at Tommy two underscore zero. At Point Break underscore Dave. And the show is at Where to Turn Pod. Excellent. That is dead on. So I had a quick thing to follow up last time we were all together. Glenn had a story about the gym. Yeah. Road I, rage at the gym. Mine wasn't road rage, but I went to the I was at the gym this morning and as I'm leaving, uh, there's several women showing up for some kind of class. I'm not sure what it was. Go on. <laughs> and so, you know, they're all decked out in their yoga pants. They got their, their water bottle, all that stuff. They all walk right. in. And the You're guy. saying all the right words. <laughs> the guy at the desk says, oh. Where's your shower? <laughs> the guy at the desk says, oh, uh, yeah. Whoever that teaches the class, um, she's sick, so there's there's no class today. All of them, there was five of them, all of them turn around and leave. Like, you've made the effort to yeah. go down there. Like, you're all dressed Yeah, at out. least jump on an elliptical or yeah, something. Yeah, like, do something. You know, I think a good portion of the, of the female persuasion is totally committed to just those classes. Like just walking around and it, whether it's elliptical treadmill or just hitting a superset on the on the <laughs> weights, like they're like I I have no interest in that. I need my instructor, I need my routine See, and all the, that kind of stuff. The gym I go to even has like a women's only room that's all like just machines. Right. <laughs> I think that's called the restroom. <laughs> I want to know a little more about this room, but. I was like, at least yeah. I'm like, we have a locker room at my gym too. It's not really. This is like a closed off uh, weight room. So basically, Why? creepy Glenn can't oh. hit on them while they're just in there trying to do their own thing. I don't do that. Well, I just pretend to listen to stuff. And <laughs> well, my my wife goes to the same gym, different Did, branch, I believe. Same. She doesn't go into the women's room. No, she does because of creepy guys at the really? gym. But she she she's also a class aficionado, or is it aficionado? I think either one's interchangeable. But she says that that uh, so she was doing a Zumba, which is you know it's a little it's like a dance class. Yeah, basically. you know it's it's a little it's not catering to the male. She says a guy showed up to their class last week. Not to like eighty nine percent of the males. Yeah, a guy showed up to their class last week, so he shows up late. So she's already in there doing the routine. He walks all the way to the front wearing jeans. <laughs> Luke Bryan showed up. <laughs> but then later they decided they actually weren't jeans. <laughs> so, no, but she said he was wearing jeans, took them off, and had on like a pair. Whoa. Yeah, dropped his jeans in front of all the girls, but had on like, you know, just like a pair of like board shorts or something underneath. And then proceeded to Zumba with him. She said it was real creepy and that the teacher pulled her and a couple of other ladies aside and wanted to know if they were uncomfortable with what happened in there during the lesson. Wow. Have any of your wives ever tried to, not necessarily a Zumba, but try to draw you in to participate in any of the classes that they do? Like even just something as basic as yoga. No, not at the gym. I've done, so I've done as on the challenge for my wife, you know, like one of those videos at home. Okay. Like, hey, see if you can get through this, you know, 30 or 40 minute video with me. And I, it's oh, hard. It's, I don't, don't want to do it. Very, very If you're just talking yoga. Yeah, if you haven't done it before, I think it's impossible. Yeah, it was moves just, that didn't look hard. Yeah. But, and, wow. And the stories I've heard, even from my wife going in as to, there's various positions that 
you might release <laughs> something oh. from your backside involuntarily. <laughs> and one, I don't want to do that in there. And secondly, if it happened, I wouldn't be able to control it. Because <laughs> she's like, yeah, you know, we're doing whatever. And then somebody just blew a, a big funny. Like Let some strange obvious, air come out. Yes, to everybody. But everybody just keeps moving on. And Inya keeps playing. And... We just keep it like I wouldn't be able to. I would have to leave, or I would just be laughing the rest of the class. Or maybe everybody else would have to leave. Oh uh, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Mister Taco Casa. Yeah, yeah. Glenn walks in there with his Taco Casa in one end, dropping his <laughs> jeans. <laughs> I'm like, I just need a couple minutes to finish this. I'll be ready to go. Wow. Oh man. Now, before I know, we this is going to be our readers episode but i had to tell one other story about my wife since we got a second but tell. Uh, we we um we went out on a date last night man where'd she go and where'd you go yeah <laughs> it's like i've always told you guys it's very important to still date your spouse after you're being married it's it's the secret to a healthy relationship it's so generic yeah I'm not that's gonna so take, go ahead i'm not gonna take relationship advice from tom because <laughs> it's so dr james dobson <laughs> Very focused on the family. Yeah. No, we, we went. We went out. We don't. We don't typically. Uh, we don't typically get to go out very much with our young kids or talk to each other. That's the hardest part about going out. Is the age you have to talk to each other. Yeah. Did you hold hands? I was just telling her about fantasy baseball and yeah. stuff. And no, we didn't hold hands. What are you kidding? But uh, she, my wife, does not drink popcorn drink. <laughs> he can go to the movie. Oh, let him tell the story. <laughs> How do you know where I did or didn't go, sir? Whoa. Uh, (laughs) Things just kind of took a turn for the creepy. He slides his jeans back up. No, we went out to to a nice dinner. Um, My wife doesn't drink normally. Like, she doesn't, like, doesn't ever, I hardly ever see her drink. She's not a poster. It's just not something she typically does. Because I think the backstory there is it serves as a tremendous truth serum. Is that the Yeah, and uh, it serves as a... uh, Puts her to sleep, you know, puts her, uh, okay. Whoa. But they, I mean, they don't serve alcohol at Arby's, so that wasn't a problem. <laughs> we went to the signature Arby's, the, uh, oh, Arby's, right. the two story one, Arby's two at yeah. the airport. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it also kind of serves as like her own personal form of Dilaudid. Oh, <laughs> sweet Dilaudid. Does anybody have any? But like, I, I will. I'm not. Hold, I'm not holding right oh now. But, but the other reason is, and this is very, very uh, generic sounding. But she just doesn't particularly enjoy the taste of beer. She doesn't like whiskey, and she's pretty ambivalent about margaritas. So she just doesn't drink. She doesn't like to drink. She doesn't drink. But over the Christmas holiday, somebody introduced her to the Moscow Mule. Yeah. She's suddenly very interested in drinking. Wow. So. Uh, the Moscow Mule, if you don't know, is very trendy right now. So we go out to dinner. They're $11 a piece. Do you hear that? It's a lot of money. I spent, I just, well, that whole meal of Taco Casa over there cost me $5.80, and there's food across the entire table. And you're spending cost 11, you half a mule. $11 on some ginger beer and a funny-looking tin cup or yeah, copper cup. Sorry. Copper cup. Well, did you take it home <laughs> to try to sell it? She, <laughs> Bubs, drive by with a shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> she, 
Tell you what, that's a good Hits of Bubs reference. You need to watch The Wire. I know. I knew it was a Wire reference. Okay. So you can get We're it. doing better. But she, she had one real fast on an empty stomach, which was awesome. So she by the time we even sat down, she was already getting chatty and saying things like, man, is anybody else having a hard time seeing in here? Seeing? Yes. <laughs> just, it's just like... Just like anytime the most ridiculous stuff. So like you know you're already tilted a little too far. Anytime you start starting <laughs> sentences with a man, yeah. like you are not <laughs> headed in the right direction. <laughs> this story's gonna end with someone needing help in room five twelve. <laughs> If she had that needed that kind of help, then this yeah. is the whole episode if it got to that point. <laughs> no, so they sent mule number two along pretty quickly and we finished our meal and and she she like did you have to raise the flag to get him to bring you over to or? Hey, we've documented on this show. You cannot raise the flag anywhere in this town anymore. That can't be done. Yeah, you gotta I go. feel like there's one out by the airport somewhere. Arlington and Denton is all I know. Okay. Sorry. Maybe so. I don't know. But after, after the meal, our plan was to um, go to a dessert place that was a little bit down the street. Was, I know we have trouble immediately as we're walking to the dessert place. She's saying, is it really hard to uh, walk? Is this like we uphill or something? You know, what's going on? No, sweetie, we're okay. Well, turns out uh, we get to the place and she's going to pay for the pie. It's $6. She gets her wallet out. And she's, I mean, she cannot, like, get the the dexterity in her fingers to count out the bills. Are you serious? And the lady is sitting there watching us. Well, she's $6. She pulls out a five. She pulls out another five. She pulls out a one. She hands the lady $13. And the lady's like, ma'am, it's only six. How many of these are you getting? And she, it, oh, it was so great. But I've never wow. seen her like that. So That's, I got her home in short order. On the way home, she was making comments like, "That's the most beautiful funeral home I've ever seen." As we drove past a funeral home, so she's not going to listen to this episode. I no, assume. she's not going to listen to this episode. You're going to be like, "Yeah, we just skipped 34, like yeah. they skip floor 13 in hotels." <laughs> yeah, wow. We went right to episode 35. But that being said, she is a listener of the show, so I think we should move on to uh, what other listeners of the show have to say before hey. I, I get in any more trouble than I am nice little, already. Uh, Nice little segue. I am a professional podcaster, sir. But I, I, and now I know what to. Uh, if your wife were to have a, say, a birthday coming up soon or something like that, I'm going to get like the deluxe Moscow Mule set, <laughs> the copper mug set, and just I'm going to. I'm, it's it's not going to be like from Glenn. Here you go. It's just going to show up on your porch. <laughs> I'm going right. to get her the little toy uh, cash register my kids have. <laughs> Let her practice counting. That you hit it and six dollars <laughs> pops up. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to some emails, and let's go to a couple emails from f- some folks we've never heard from before. Ooh, new like listeners, it. at least via email. We've heard from them via Twitter, okay, but not via email. And this is a lengthy one, and I'm okay with that because right now I can actually read this. <laughs> Past episodes, I was like, this is way too it's much. Like two or three episodes ago. Too like, many words. <laughs> you couldn't even read the 9-11 report? No, what is happening? So this comes from, from Matt, which is uh, Dr. OK, okay. you've seen on, uh, on Twitter. Good man. I always wonder what that OK stands for, but maybe we'll let him. He can let us know. Maybe you could write him an email. Maybe so. I'll draft that shortly. So he says... Hey, fellas, I really enjoy you guys. You each sound like good people, and you enjoy each other. 
I like <laughs> the stop right there. Yeah, <laughs> the, the end. I feel like there needs to be don't stop there. Yeah. Yeah. He says uh, I like the game shows. Keep those coming, and I'm glad we get Tommy's notes for Friday Night Lights, so I don't have to watch. Which I've gotten that feedback from. I other like this too. guy. This yeah. is this is probably the first one of our listeners that I actually can genuinely say at this point I like. I like this next paragraph at least the way it starts. Props to Glenn for planning his show binging for the rest of 2017. A lot of good stuff out there. He says, y'all might have mentioned Black Mirror. Is that a show you're familiar with? I, I am. I've watched uh, a couple of them. It's a, it's a British show. Sounds like something Tommy would be against. No, he's watched a couple and then stopped, right? Tommy what, hates what, what, mirrors. What are the odds? No, it's, it's, they're all standalone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but does he go into more reference? Well, he says each episode is a standalone show. It's uh, kind of Twilight zone He says... I love the Twilight Zone. Technology-heavy Twilight Zone type show. Man, he's he's spot on. I'll just I'll just rest you reference this. You guys talk with great reverence about the horse episode in Silicon Valley. Yes. There, and you can start anywhere. So I'm not entirely sure if this is the very first episode, but it's the one I started with, and I made the mistake. And things were a little weird, and it involves a pig. He says what's happening to the pig. Like something that could end up in more pigs? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. He says... Uh, but I made the mistake of starting that one with my wife, like saying, hey, let's watch this show. And she was out after that. So did anybody pronounce let's do something to this pig or anything like that? Things happened. Okay. Well, he said do not watch the season one, episode one, entitled The National Anthem. That was probably That it. was it? Yeah. Okay. I uh, said, just don't want to watch that one. The White Christmas episode is pretty good. Sounds promising. Uh, might be a fun show for group discussion. And we, we've got more here. We've got like two more paragraphs. Okay. So. I'm fully on board with this already because I've only watched two. So if we all, I mean, I'd go back and watch them again. If we all want to watch one and then discuss it, I'm, I'm on board with that. It's Netflix? Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. yeah it's I'm a Netflix in. show. Absolutely in. Um, okay. And got a couple other things here. One thing is a suggestion that he had tweeted uh, me. And I can't remember if he sent it to the podcast Twitter. But anyway, um, as briefly suggested on Twitter, Twitter, I wanted to suggest an ongoing game for three wide nights of drinking by all three of us. The first night, the any use this is night of recording, obviously. Okay. I, I would have to assume the use of obviously, literally, or absolutely, you have to drink. The one that drinks the least that night wins. So we got to mark it down. If it's tied at the end of the night, a coin flip, the winner creates a rule for the next three wide night of drinking. The rule doesn't have to be revealed until the next recording. Uh, the rules harken back to a drinking game that he thinks is called, and this is, this is funny to read, like the two possibilities for this name are either asshole or president. <laughs> We used to play. <laughs> or you could put them together and we'd be pretty close to reality. Yeah, I, I, I think so. So I did tweet, uh, tweet him back and forth on this because he was talking about we needed to drink something when saying literally, obviously, or absolutely. And I tweeted back, I assume you mean our own urine. And he was <laughs> like, well, maybe not so much that. They listed off Might some other possibilities. stop saying it if you did that. Yeah. If we did that, 
it would be the shortest episode. I tend to agree. And it would have to be at my house, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think I would have been dead from obviously in our last episode. Yeah. Well, like 20 minutes in, it'd just be Glenn by himself <laughs> just begging for help. Just telling his address like he's broadcasting <laughs> it would be, I put my help. phone on speaker as I'm uh, trying to reach KJ and be like, dude, could you just come over here and record? You record literally with it. Literally. God. <laughs> you record with everybody else. You can record with us too. Um, okay. So here's another, the last part of the email, which is kind of uh, for discussion with us. Um, so he says, I know from some junior dragster talk that Tommy and Dave have known each other for quite a while. That's true. But when and how did all of us meet? What was our initial impression of each other? And then finally, I don't know if I even can or want to answer this one. What do you admire about each other? Wow. So let's go. I would say length and girth <laughs> for the last question. <laughs> I'm just going to say the same. C- congratulations on all you guys. Great success. Uh, here, I think Dave might be able to answer the first time we all three met. All three of us? Was that what you were, were, were you saying? I'm, no, I'm oh, trying okay. to remember. Okay. So I guess if I start, you guys have known each other longer than I've known either one of you. We went to school together. You did? Yeah. Um, at the homestead? Yeah, so to speak. as it were. Uh, so... Tommy and I met through church, but actually I think Tommy went to church there for an expended, uh, not an extended period of time, but a period of time. An expended period of time. Yeah, where we went to church together, but I never actually talked to him or anything. One thing that Glenn and I do have in common is we don't like talking to people. No, not at all. Especially people we don't know. Yeah. So I think uh, when we first actually met was at some kind of a church event outside of normal church working hours and normal some, business hours and i believe the topic of racing and or dirt track racing came up or nascar something in that genre and then and then we docked them together there, <laughs> there was match <laughs> dream weaver started playing and it's been a it's been a love affair yeah. ever since it's probably about right i don't have any different recollection than that so reading this and thinking about it and i'll just i'll just go first here i think with dave I don't think our first interaction was – it could have been when I just filled in on y'all's softball teams a little bit. Possibly. But, but the thing, as I, I I skimmed through this earlier and kind of thought about it, the, I think the memory going back the furthest was uh, we all went to ticket stock together, all of us and the wives. That's Except right. for my wife, I think, was out of town. That's right. And didn't you stop at the, on the way out to buy a die-cast NASCAR, if I'm not mistaken? <laughs> I think we may have. It sticks in my mind for some reason. Yeah. I remember going to fight nights with you guys really early on in our friendship, too. I don't know if Ticket Stock was the first I think first Ticket thing. Stock was before that, if I remember correctly. Because we went to Ticket Stock, and it was the year that Groobs' uh, Chili Peppers band Oh, played. yes. Yes, yes, yes. And we went to see them, and then the five of us, as I was Pepper like the, theft. the weird fifth wheel, we went to... This is why it sticks out. We went to Hooters. <laughs> we did. And one of the women picked Hooters as the place to go, which... Boy, I totally, yes. That was that was Tommy's woman he was living with. At the time. At the time. 
Very so that funny. was that was yeah. I think first and uh, first time we really probably hung out or had interaction other than just like hey how's it going um, I don't know first impressions you guys are a holes and I don't know why we're even doing this now but <laughs> first but impression was like I'm going to do a podcast with those guys yeah, eventually <laughs> what is a podcast yeah first thing so that's my that's my story I don't know if you guys have anything to add on top of that no I mean I think that pretty much that pretty much sums it up I I, uh, I remember before we all had kids that we used to do a lot more fun things together I remember pretty early on when we all drove out to go see the power team and we had another oh, friend of ours man. that didn't know Dave at all and was pretty shocked by the time we got into the two-hour trip uh, taken care of <laughs> Dave shock jockness Dave Dave was bringing the heat that night. Yeah. <laughs> was that uh, was that the same night that after the the power team performance that we went to that Dairy Queen? Yes. Yeah, that's when I went ahead and took the stage, <laughs> and there was a family of like five that walked in, and there was a group of us at this table, and I just looked over and said, "Hey guys." Check out those five failed futures over there. Well, you said it about three times louder yeah. than you're talking right now. But for no reason, as we were at a church, there was no Knob Creek served no, there. Not that I'm aware of, no. I believe Glenn's phrasing was, look at that table. There's not, there's not a high school diploma in any of their futures. Uh, I think that is verbatim. Nobody can ever, uh, ever prove that. But great email, great questions. Yeah. So we have no, next email is from uh, Heavy Longmire, he of the Can You Hear Me cast. Thoroughly enjoying their stuff. You should go back and visit the entire catalog if you have not already. It's, it's, very, it's very good. Uh, he says, Hello, fellas, and hope... Sorry. What? Go I was ahead. trying to remember. Have you heard their latest episode? <laughs> when they talk about the wall? No, when they, well, when they talk about the... The guy handing them the food to the drive-thru. <laughs> you have to refresh my memory. Okay. And then you had to turn for it, but like basically the people that like rub against people on a subway for like gratification. Yeah, for their own oh. gratification. <laughs> like the guy like overreached and kind of caressed his hand. <laughs> and he, he, he said, he's like, so I got real shocked and looked at him and he's like, and he had real big eyes. Like he was shocked. But then I thought, Maybe he's just really good at this and knows <laughs> if he looks shocked, then I won't think anything of it. I laughed pretty hard at that, awesome. that visual. Okay, so Heavy uh, says, Hello, fellas. Hope everyone is healthy and, and, and your mama and them are doing good. I have a question for you to ponder. So we have a hypothetical here. Okay. All right. Uh, would you rather marry a gorgeous supermodel who is now cross-eyed and missing two of her front teeth Due to an unfortunate horse riding accident. It's very specific. Or, or marry an average woman who suffers from horrendous halitosis. The marriage oh. has to last 10 years. Attitude, personality, not an issue. So you're, you, you're good there. And medical interventions for any of the conditions? I, obviously. Off the table? Yeah, that's, that's off the table. What is uh, halitosis? That's like horrific bad, bad breath. That's bad breath. Oh, okay. I, I think... I'll start. Give me anything but the bad. I can't deal with the bad breath. Like I can't do it. I, I there's there's just no way because no matter how beautiful she was, like and she's she's well according to saying. heavy standards, she's average. 
Yeah, there's just no way. Like, I'm saying if she was just beautiful, like, there's still no way. There's no way. Cause you Give me the cross-eyed missing teeth. Absolutely. Yeah, because you can't even, at that point, even when you go... You can't even be around her. When you go to Arby's and have to talk to her, you can't even talk to You can't even finish your beef and cheddar because... I mean, I'm assuming we're talking about, like, the most horrific breath ever. Oh, like, yeah, not it's just, not... Like, average bad It's breath. not just, you must have had garlic today. It's right. It's probably nearly vomited. The, there's no way. Like no a way. Tic Tac's not going to help it. No, not all the Tic Tacs okay. and then my all vote, the land. My vote is no. I'm curious to see what you guys say. So on option one, the supermodel one, you can't go to a nice dentist and get... No, no you can't just it. fix it. Okay. Well, can just, can we get question. revenge on the horse? <laughs> I, su- I suppose you could. <laughs> Are you going back to Silicon Valley with this? No. Odd question, but... Uh, you know, it just seems like that might... Write that of, down for an episode title. Can you get revenge on the horse? Writing it down. I mean, wouldn't you, if you had a supermodel wife and she was scarred by a horse, wouldn't you want to go teach that horse a lesson? <laughs> so, I don't even know where to go with that, but it would probably teach you a lesson. Would you need a bucket or, or no? <laughs> no bucket. No. Um, okay, so... You've got a gorgeous supermodel wife. Now, she's cross-eyed. And to be honest with you, I think you had me at two front teeth are missing. But uh, Are we looking at that as a positive or a negative? I think we can make it work. Uh, so you've got cross-eyed. You've got uh, – it could be upper or lower, I guess. What if it's just the lower two front teeth? And what if she has like a slight overbite? I mean, you don't really even There's notice no that. There's no way it's the lower – it could be. This could be like an Austrian horse. I don't know. They do different things. Or maybe Australian. They do things uh, back Austrian. down there. Austria. Um, but the other thing about the gorgeous supermodel is, okay, the eyes messed up. Two front teeth are mix, miss, missing. But you got... Haven't heard him mention a few other things you yet. You got everything else. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to strengthen your uh, gene pool for offspring. That's true. Let's be honest. The world's easier for good-looking kids. That is true. Unless this cross-eyed thing is genetic. I but no, it was from it's, it's from the horse. <laughs> wow. And I, I just personally, I fear the equine. Like, if you've ever been near a horse, they're enormous. Like, I don't want to ride one. I'm not a... I don't lie. I don't trust horses. I don't either. Me either. And your wife won't trust horses after this either. So you it's have true. that in common. I almost had a horse uh, when I was in high school, went on family vacation to Colorado and went on a horseback riding trip. And part of the trail or whatever kind of curved around where there was this tremendous cliff and drop off. And this horse is you know, is walking around these, through these trees and stuff. And in the trail of horses, everybody comes to a stop because I don't remember what the reason was. And I'm probably within five, six feet of the edge. And we stop. And then this horse starts walking backwards. (laughs) Backwards enough that rocks, pebbles, things like that are being moved off the cliff. And I can hear them falling down off of the cliff. Like I'm at the point if this horse takes another step back, I'm gonna bail. This off is like of it. this is like a nightmare I would have. Not not even consider this living happened. this out. You can totally though. You just jump off. It's like jumping off Yoshi in Super Mario World. Yeah, I mean, you're good. I, yeah, you just kind of go straight back up. Yeah, you just go straight back up. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, but obviously the horse knew the trail, and I think the horse knew what it was doing. It was just backing up, just a little more comfort. It had space issues. Its head was right next to the horse in front of it. <laughs> probably, probably so. Uh, but that was, that's probably, I, I don't trust horses. Now, I've been around them. I'll pet a horse, but I've only ridden You'll a horse. you pet a horse. Yeah. I've only, Odd claim. I've only ridden a horse one other time since then, and it was another like horseback thing with a bunch of uh, with a group of people on vacation that was basically forced to do it. So, were you on both these trips? Were you shirtless on the horse, or um, that's how I'm picturing it? Maybe the second one because it was in Hawaii. Oh, so wow. there, there, there's probably more than a fifty-fifty chance that I that I was. Wow. Okay, so quickly since we all chose the supermodel. Can I add one thing to this hypothetical and see if it changes? Does she have... There, no. Go ahead. What are you okay, going to so add? You have, you have, that you would have, change it. You yeah. have the bad breath woman or the supermodel with no front teeth. In order to show solidarity, if you pick the supermodel, you have to get your two front teeth pulled. And live the 10 years Are we thinking because she's self-conscious, she'd be more willing to, you know... <laughs> Admire you? You never know. I'm just asking. I'm just asking because I think that's a deal breaker for me. I don't want to go through life without my... You're so vain, Dave. Um, I think I go with bad breath, girl. Yeah, I'm not pulling my two front teeth. Well, I don't think you have to do it. I think you can have a dentist. I'm not guy. having it done. You can have Is it done under surgeon? sedation? Yeah, it's not under sedation. I'm still not doing it. I'm with you. I'm not doing it because those most... Well, then that impacts maybe your ability to make money or yeah. your livelihood. That's different. I think you can't add that in. I think at that point, I'm going with halitosis because in those most special times, <laughs> her halitosis is pointing the other direction anyway, so... I think right. I can live that. Let's go to the next email. The next email. Speaking of special times. Uh, oh, no. Gustav. It's a sexual email? Nah. A little bit? Uh, let's see. So this goes back. We skipped a, a week or so with email. So this goes back to the uh, 9-11 talk. Uh, so he says uh, he's really enjoying all the jet fuel and steel beam melting. This thing may take off and grow bigger than InfoWars. When it does, will Point Break Dave use all that lucrative pig semen money to buy his way into the global elite conspiracy? And will he be telling old rich dudes dressed in ceremonial robes at Bohemian Grove about his dirty, <laughs> about his dirty near-dead leg? So this is the most question for that Dave. could be the most overwritten sentence in the history of writing, <laughs> and I'm including like Shakespeare in that. <laughs> the the old rich dudes, lucrative pig semen money. Oh, that doesn't yeah. even make sense. That, that's Is there non-lucrative pig? It, semen? it would be like ample pig semen money. I mean, that's kind of just getting or a, ample semen. I don't know. Yeah, just leave the money out of it. Ample semen <laughs> title episode. Sorry, I've already got the title done. Okay. Uh, All right, so do you have the question? Sorry, because this is directed towards you, yeah, so no. this is your show. That was like a stern. Was there even a question in there? I was laughing too hard to get the question. Yeah, could you buy your way with pig semen into the global elite conspiracy, and will you be telling all the old rich dudes about your dirty near-dead leg? Clearly, that's why you get in the pig semen business, is to eventually do that. Yeah. 
to be in the global elite. <laughs> hey, let's take a look at that leg. Let's take a look at that leg. You want to see? Yeah, let's see. Is it okay? Oh, it's Oh, dying. my gosh. That is disgusting. I had this no idea. This is the dead part right here. Yeah. I had no idea about the after and effects. And it's been... And I mean no offense when I say, oh, my God, it's disgusting. <laughs> so that'll be the hypothetical we push back to them. Would you rather have Dave's near-dead leg... Man, this or near, halitosis? I don't know. Yeah, or extreme halitosis. This near dead leg. After I mean, it was a year after you know the the incident, if right. you will. I went back to the doctor, and it's just like, hey, is, is this like discoloration? Is this that's ever gonna do anything? And they're like, no. I'm gonna be honest. That doesn't look normal. Like no. if I woke up and that was on my leg, I would be at the hospital ready for them to put the tampon in my nose <laughs> within five minutes. Do you think I could parlay the way it looks into some Dilaudid? Mm. I think if you go to the right doctor, you could. <laughs> if you go to the right doctor, you could parlay anything. You could parlay. It. You could just hold hold up, you know, just a handful of twenties and get. You can par- parlay fibromyalgia into Dilaudid if you know the yeah, right doctor or some other made up diagnosis. <laughs> Thank you. I work in insurance, so we have to pay for that kind of stuff. You guys do pay for that? Yeah. Well, when forced to. I read a funny, funny story about fibromyalgia this week. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait for this. They were testing. They were actually testing some drug, uh, but it was a drug that you. It was a really strange process. But you like put this powder in it, and you um, put it in water, and then you like breathed it in as a vapor. It was just really strange. And you put it on a spoon, <laughs> heat it up. And- no, it's this really strange process. And they started it in just some communities, but not all. <laughs> So they tested it on fibromyalgia patients, and half of them got the drug, and half of them got a, a placebo, which was just fizzy, you know, it was yeah, it's ginger just sugar ale. water. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Sprite actually. Yeah. Um, but because it was such a, a complex process to do it, every single one of the fibromyalgia people, placebo and not, all reported that they had significant yeah. improvement in their condition because they're all convinced, like, oh, pills don't touch this; it's untreatable. Right. Oh, this fizz, like, this doesn't, yeah, further proving that it is a uh, disease of the mind. Yeah, I don't, uh, who knew we were going to get on fibromyalgia talk, but I don't see near as much of that in my profession as I did 10 or 12 years ago when it kind of first came about. It's essentially a pain syndrome that is just unexplained. So they came up with something just to right. capture it's just, the symptoms. It's just like, yeah, I don't feel very well. Yeah, I always, I hurt all the time. I'm just always you feeling do, bad. It, it hurts me. Yeah. Meow. Uh, yeah. That's Dave's official diagnosis. <laughs> yeah. You'd be a great doctor. <laughs> I should be. Here's some Dilaudid. <laughs> do we have any more emails? Uh Hold on, see now I have to I have to look. He's got two iPhones here. I just want to be clear. If if you're wondering who's doing well around this place, I we'll go with the guy with the two iPhones that has to switch between the two of them. I carry two iPhones with me at all times. And you know what? The problem is I never delete old emails, so it, it overlaps from one to the other. Oh I don't think we have any more. I had another just one find the one with the subject something to think about. Oh man. If we ever got that, that would go top of the list. I think we had an old one from Gustav that was really quick that I I never got to. And I don't know, you guys are younger than me, so I don't even know if you would, you might get these references. Be not Saved by the bell? You might not be able to expound upon them. I can expound on anything. 
Okay. That would also be a good episode title. Yeah. It says, if you're two emailers, meaning Gustav and KJ. F him for saying that. Correct, me, emailers, correct yeah. me if there are more than two. Well, obviously, if you've been listening to this episode, you know there yeah, are at least you four. son of a bee. If your two emailers were a TV show, would we be In the Heat of the Night, Perfect Strangers, or Knight Rider? Knight Rider is really the only one of the three I get at all, but I did watch a lot of Knight Rider. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with uh, Tommy on that. You know, I think he's trying to... I think this is an answer that's just hiding in plain sight because I think just based on the casting and our two primary emailers, In the Heat of the Night makes the most sense here. They're Never the seen it. Odd couple, if you will. Um, I just know who's in it. I never yeah. actually watched it. I'm with you. So there you go. There's your uh, answer there. And then that concludes the email portion of, of said episode. Get a quick time check here. Okay. I'm one of my two iPhones. We're almost out of time, actually. Oh, we are? If we're trying to at least get to 40 minutes, we've got one minute to go. Oh, one minute to go? And then we'll, we'll have at least achieved our goal of uh, lasting for 40 minutes. Uh, do we have anything else? I guess we don't have any Friday Night Lights mm-hmm. updates. No, but we're going to get back on the horse for next week. So, okay. you know, it's been a little bit of a, little bit of a rough week for me. Um, kind of on the same page with any of my uh, progression with with TV shows. Just I'm, so busy. I've tried know? to order the pants that Jordan Spieth wears from Golf Galaxy, and I'm on my fourth shipment now to try you know to get what? it right. Let's talk about your golf game. And you have your own uh, live filmed driving range in your backyard. That's true. <laughs> I've played par three at least once a week for the last three weeks. You have really? Yeah. Like the an actual par three course. I've gone out Friday at lunch and played the par three course for, to get get around it in about an hour. Okay. Um, How's the golf game progressing? the The greens are so bad there that the putting is just all over the map. It's not the point. But yeah, I'm getting more consistent. St- stupid clown face keeps getting in the way. <laughs> Windmill. Everybody so, at Adventure Landing is like, "Why is this guy hitting a nine iron? Why? Yeah. Why does this guy? Yeah. Why is this guy bringing a full bag?" <laughs> To play the to play the pirate course at Adventure yeah. Landing. No, one funny thing though is I have my little net and and chipping or and it's actually not chipping it's a, it's a it's a hitting mat and a net. Okay. And it has a tee and everything you can drive off. I've just been hitting pitching wedges. Well, today uh, I hit you know you know fifty or sixty wedge shots. So I'm trying I'm really trying to work on one specific thing. And then I, I was getting tired and I was going to put it away and I thought well, I'll grab that hybrid that I can't hit. Right. And I mean, my wife had just been outside watching, like standing on the porch. So this is going to be terrible for podcasting, but the net's right in front of me. The porch is to the right of me. So she's inside, pull the old hybrid out. And I mean, straight to the right. Oh. And, and it hit the brick and then hit the window and didn't. So I don't know how it didn't break. I mean, because it was a, it was a, just a straight right. And she came outside and said, you hit the window. And I said, No. In between the windows. The bird. Yeah, what are you talking about? Go have so, another mule. Yeah, have another Mos- Moscow mule. Yeah, take that, put that copper, yeah, put that copper cup down. That. I didn't mean that. If she listens to this, I didn't mean any of that. She doesn't, she won't be listening. Um, You think you would have hit her if she'd have been out there? Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard to say, but it would have been, it would have been right in the vicinity of where she and our 18-month-old baby were, yeah. Oh, dear. But at the in, same time. Indeed. <laughs> When they were there, I was chipping into a net, so I wasn't taking full swings with a. Uh, when I was hybrid. in 
Uh, this was late high school or maybe like first year out of high school. There was like a group of four of us that were just kind of getting into golf and went to the driving range. And you talk about shanking something straight right. This wasn't me. I didn't do this. But there's four of us all side by side on the range. And if you go one to four, the guy that was in like the second spot and then I'm in the third and this other, the last guy's in the fourth spot. The guy in the second spot is hitting. I don't know what he's hitting, but he somehow – hits this club, I think it was a driver, and turns it so much on the swing and slices it so much, he hits the guy in the fourth spot, like in the back of the leg oh with God. the ball. Like that, I, that is the trick shot that cannot be done. That's like the Groob's Chili Peppers guitar thing that a real guitar player could not duplicate. No, like, yeah, you couldn't get yeah. uh, Rory McElroy to replicate that shot. I think that, and then I, just thinking of random golf stuff uh my now unfortunately late uncle played golf with him one time when i was in college and he managed to top a ball off the tee that somehow hit the ground in front of him and had so much spin on it that it hit the ground and then bounced backwards so that his second shot which he just teed up another one but his second shot theoretically was like six feet behind him i'm getting past that but not far my goal is to break a hundred by uh, by summer. Uh, golf is a is a tough uh, a tough sport for sure. So, uh, can either of you shoot your age? Shoot our <laughs> age. I couldn't shoot. I, I couldn't what an shoot. Idiot. I couldn't shoot my age in the par three nine hole course. So that would you don't actually, think so? I well, I know so because I shot three years older than my age uh, Friday. Really, I, think I could shoot my age. Because those courses, I mean, the it's thing is... It's a par is, 27. Like you said, the putting there is so unreliable. I think with reliable putting, I could have shot yeah. my age this time. I had wow. several pars and a lot of fours, but some of those fours were, you know, two or three putts in. Right. Are you using a long putter? <laughs> I'm not anchoring, sir. It's no, illegal. We don't have... I'm actually using a putter I bought from Glenn for 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, but you... Never mind. Which you overpaid by like eight dollars. Yeah, I looked it up online. Like it's if you buy them on eBay, they're going for like three. Hey, all I did was throw an offer out there. You could have said no. I'm not paying you ten bucks. I could have just said I'm keeping a fu. And probably if we know he wouldn't confront me, just like he didn't confront Corvette man. Actually, what you did was I can't remember if you actually handed me any money, but you bought me a, a double crown and coke at the golf course. Is what you did. Yeah, which was about the same price as the mule. So I think yeah, we were good to go in exchange for the putter. So a putter that, by the way, now after the fact, I'll tell you that I never used. And I think it was an extra one that I always had. <laughs> I feel like my dad wow. got on a garage sale or something. You're so. going to pay for that one day. Nah. No, I looked it up online. It's, it's like one of the cheapest, crappiest putters oh, ever it's made. it's worth less than the air we're breathing in here right now. Does that have like the, the head on it? Is it the purple or the orange or the green? <laughs> they all vary in length. So you know which one has the different colored uh, grip. Grit, rubber grip I've on never it. understood it because you're supposed to putt with a putter and it says putt twice on there. It says putt, putt, but I don't know. All right, I'm not getting any support for that joke. No. no. I thought, you is know what, putt, it felt better before I said it. Is putt-putt still in business? Yeah, they're still around. Uh, there was a putt-putt close to where I uh, grew up and went to high school and stuff where a guy got murdered there. Like somebody showed up. Yeah, and you went to high school with the murderer. That's right, you did. It's true. 
Wow. It all connects now. I think we could get him on the show. It was a guy who like managed it, and somebody showed up, I think, wanting to rob the place because Putt-Putt, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a five-figure deal It sounds like something right the there. Sticky Bandits would come up with. <laughs> yeah. Putt-Putts have lots of cash. And then it kind of went south, and they ended up shooting the manager. And uh, So kind of went south as a shooting? What's going south? Uh, he made love to his dead body after shooting him. Fair. I think that's his, that's his down I with 45. I withdraw the question. So kind of south is there was a gun fired and a, a man lost his life. But go ahead and make some jokes. Did, uh, did either of you in high school or college or whatever work retail or like any kind of place like that? No. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. It has nothing to do with retail. But I was thinking about jobs that I had like, in high school or towards the end of high school. And there in I never had retail jobs. I worked in this very seedy warehouse where uh and this is the first real job I had other than working for my dad at his machine shop. Where um okay, so back in the day there used to be like video stores it'd be like mark's video store or whatever but oh like the one-off video yeah store. and those started to close and of the course, ones that had like the curtain oh that <laughs> but uh blockbuster if you didn't know it when those would shut down go out of business or whatever blockbuster would take all the videos yeah. and movies they have so the point of our warehouse was uh you get these in from this other one you take all the stickers and everything off of it you get the blockbuster stuff on it you get it all set and you ship out to the blockbuster store over in white settlement that's doing that's doing very well that's my first job but you mentioned other jobs in high school and there's a prominent member of the ticket broadcasting crew that went to the same high school that I did, but he's about eight or nine years younger than me. I need to actually ask him, I need to ask Mr. Kemp if he ever played sports at the Northeast YMCA in North Richland Hills, because if he did, there's an almost certain chance that I umpired his baseball game, refereed <laughs> his flag football game, his soccer game, or his basketball game, because that's what I did for like four years in a row. Like junior year of high school school through sophomore year of college was uh, that's what I did. I never worked in retail or grocery stores because I was like I'm not doing that for any reason. <laughs> the, the, that's, that's funny. The, the way I was going was I, which you brought up, worked at Blockbuster. Oh, wow. small world. Yeah. yeah. So you might have had a tape that I touched. Yeah. Glenn, it's very possible. So gently, just the tip. <laughs> but. It's funny because in the training, the putt putt story, they like talk about like if you know if someone tries to rob you or whatever, give like, them everything. just give them everything, and they like went over it like three times in our training. I'm like sitting there like, why in the world would I not? Like, yeah, I'm getting like, six dollars an hour. If they want, if they want Doctor Doolittle too, they can have it. <laughs> like, hey man, there's like seventy four dollars in here. But you see all these movies? Take those Take too. Everything you want. Everything we got. But yeah, man, it was real funny because they they treat that training like you're applying for like a real job. Like, yeah, how are you gonna help the blockbuster family? And you're like, I'm not gonna steal stuff. Yeah. That's basically all you're looking for. Yeah, until like Super Mario Brothers three comes out, and then I'm probably stealing it. Then I might take that one. But which, if we're like admitting things on here, when I worked in this this warehouse with all oh, boy. movies oh, no. and games and stuff. They didn't keep real good tabs on inventory, so if you're like, hey, they have like RFID tags on the videos. Here's, here's a fairly new release I've never seen before. I now own this. <laughs> that was very prominent. The one thing I didn't get while I was working there was there was a job that 
Literally, 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 oh. literally. The actual job description, because video games were part of what Blockbuster would take over or whatever, um, was you would get the game out of its package, put it in the game system, bring it up, make sure the title screen worked, make sure the one-player, two-player mode worked, and like play the game a little bit just to make sure it's functional. And then like that four hours was, later, you're still playing the same game. That was the guy's <laughs> job. And, and that is what he did, too. He, he would pull up whatever game and be like, yeah, I, I only tested that one for like two and a half hours just to make sure all 27 levels Yeah, I mean, worked. what if you get to the end? and it, I mean, what a disappointment that yeah. would be. You work so hard, and then it, the... I never got to do that. But that would be a great The job. other funny thing about this... About this job was um, there were like high school kids and teenagers and stuff that worked there, but it was also common for people who were being like in or getting out of rehab for like drug addiction and stuff like that. Let's put them around the young high schoolers. And I was like 16 and real naive with what's going on in the world immediately around me. And like me and a buddy of mine befriended this other guy who was probably like two or three older years older than us. And we used to go out to lunch with him and stuff. And he had one fingernail that was especially long and grown out. He had the scoop. And we we asked him like why it was like that. And not like we're not like trolling him. Like we really didn't know. And he didn't really tell us. And we figured it out eventually. But that's how <laughs> okay. That's how sheltered and white I was as a sixteen year old. So to take us three hundred and sixty degrees with this episode, going all the way back to halitosis. Would you <laughs> grow out grow the scoop now? just inexplicably no, just as you in your current job, your current role in life, just grow the scoop <laughs> <laughs> just on its own, like not instead of something else or no, 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 that, that like like that would be the bet the bet payoff would be like would would there be a dollar figure or would there be a you know a trade off for you that that you don't you never. Like people just wonder, but you just go to work, you know, your vice presidential level job and or whatever it is. Long pinky nail, and you've got the long nail. scoop nail, yeah. But you, you know, you pass. They give you a drug test, you pass it. Yeah. You know, whatever. It's just every time you shake hands with somebody, every time you're out at lunch, they're just like, Jeez, you're giving just a, nice, get. a nice presentation, and everybody's just <laughs> right. following your long nail, <laughs> following the scoop like it's the bouncing ball. <laughs> Uh yeah, if you're talking a monetary figure, I'd probably do that. Would it have to be inordinately high? I don't think so. Like, would you do it for like an extra two hundred bucks a month? No. How many teardrop tattoos do I have to get? <laughs> Jeez, that's a good one too. That that that's one that it would take a lot to get to get like three of those. Well, at some point, I'd want to get a lot of them because I get more respect that way. I was going to say, you would want more than one. You get one, and they're like, that guy got lucky. Yeah, it could be by accident. You get like six, or like, dude, this guy's a freaking psycho. Yeah, don't mess with him. (laughs) Look at his fingernail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. The scoop nail. Maybe finding that as the image for the uh, (laughs) podcast. (laughs) It might be. I wonder where that guy is now. I'm sure he's doing really well. Yeah, probably. Probably has his 401k is probably immaculate. Nice Roth. He contributes to every year. That's a Gustav sentence to an immaculate 401k. Yeah. Every year on May 1st, he's like, let's get 45 more, 100 more dollars in there. So bad. Oh, wow. Well, I just, uh, I've been getting some text messages from my friend. Uh, took uh, his whole family to Disneyland 
three kids, mother-in-law, they Disneyland. all all got the diarrhea. Food poisoning? Yeah. Well, no, I think it was a bug that was going around. Oh, all of them. All five of them plus the mother-in-law. One hotel room. That was a suite. Oh, it's awful. California for six days, they all got the diarrhea. That is a story as a I was a kid. I was like twelve. We had a big family vacation like that. We went to Padre Island and went out to eat at some renowned fish place. Renowned for not cooking their fish and well enough. Everybody my parents, siblings, cousins, aunts, uncles got sick, except for one guy. And you're looking at him. Old trouble in room 382. Because you know what I got at this fish place? <laughs> Hamburger. I'll get the chicken fried steak. <laughs> and I was feeling fine just watching whatever while everybody else is just blowing out and every wherever they can You're just get. holding There's, up the number one. <laughs> they're just out in the ocean, pants around their ankles. And I'm like... <laughs> Bring on whatever else we want to watch around here. Oh, that's that great. Sucks. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of money to invest in that trip. But have you I, ever been to Disneyland? No, I've been to Disney World as a kid. Isn't Disneyland trash compared to Disney World? No, I actually have been recently. It's great. It's not as big as Disney World, but it's very I think it comparable. Holds up. I mean, Disney's not going to put their name on something yeah. that's not great. I mean, Disney compared to like Six Flags is Disney's right. always going to be right hundred times. No, it's better. actually it's actually great. But they have the it used to be the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea ride. Do you, do you know about this? It's like a pretend submarine, but yeah. you get in real tight quarters. But, uh, yeah, he said there was an incident on that. An incident? Yeah, of uh, involuntary expulsion of bodily fluids. Oh, within their group? Yeah. Out the top or the bottom? The top. Oh, no. Yeah. So that's when they knew things were starting to go Probably haywire. Probably from a kid. Tough wow. deal there. Well, I think I'm going to be locked into uh, a Disney World trip here in a couple of years because my, my kids will be of age where it's worthwhile. Yeah. And I read this week that they, in 2000, I think they're opening it in 2018. They're adding a Star Wars land. Well, they had that in California. So okay. they had already done that, and I think they're adding it to Florida. So I went last year. Uh, and I'm not a big Star Wars guy, yeah. but uh, man, talk about a cash cow for Disney. Yeah, my kids are fully locked in and loaded. They would have loved Star this because, again, I'm not a Star Wars guy, but they had Stormtroopers, Darth Vader, I mean, yeah. walking around. They had remade all of the rides in this area of the park to be Star Wars. It was, it was as well done as you'd expect Disney to do something. So, yeah, look for episode 126 in 2019 will be my trip to disney world and star wars land do you think star wars will still be a thing there's no question <laughs> okay. i am the i'm not like i'm not the star wars get in line seven days in advance guy but i don't have a problem defending star wars okay well my advice to you is when you go just get the chicken fried steak play it safe